This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, Steeler Nation. This is Chad Brown, and you are listening to SteelerNation.com podcast. Hello and welcome to your SteelerNation.com podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker, and with me today, when she is not being the host of the Yinzers podcast and when she's not hosting our podcast right here, we have again Jordan DeFigio. Jordan, welcome back to our show. Hello, thank you. It's good to be here. No worries, no worries. And the first thing I want to shoot over to people quickly is the current um giveaway that we have going on with our partners at total sports this is the giveaway for a signed minka fitzpatrick rush color rush jersey so to win this you have to follow the yinzers podcast at y-i-n-z-h-e-r-s and at total sports ent and just retreat we retweet not retreat retweet the post we're going to announce the winner tomorrow so good luck, Steeler Nation. Get out there, retweet this to win this signed Minka Fitzpatrick jersey. You can also go, go over to the website directly at tseshop.com and purchase your own signed Minka Fitzpatrick jersey if you weren't the lucky winner. So you've got some options, Steeler Nations, and thank you very much to Total Sports Enterprises for providing this fun stuff for us as always. We've got a little bit of news going on. I know it's been a, a little bit light, but the first thing I at least wanted to share with everybody is and uh, a little bit of good news. I like to start with the good news because mm. this time of the year, we know it's not going to be super impressive for us. So happy birthday to Ben Roethlisberger. I forget how old you are, but you're old now. 39. <laughs> He's 39. 39 years young. Yep. Thank you very much. That's why I have a co-host that knows the information. I just gotcha. pop up fun visuals. And um, so that was the big news, at least that they pushed out, except for something that just came across the wire. Um, some of you fans that have Twitter and follow the Steelers might be aware of this, but some of you may not. And I got to bring up my notes because it's in my notes. It is Trey Edmonds was reading to students in the Pittsburgh area today as part of the Read Across America Day. And when he was finished reading, he had some exciting news for the kids. They were all going to get their own books because Trey, who's obviously one of our running backs, along with his uh, safety brother, Terrell, that's on our team, and Bill's linebacker, Tremaine, just released their own kids' book. It's called My Brother's Keeper, What This Means to Me by E-Boys, and it provides a positive message for the kids. So thank you very much to the Edmonds brothers for going out helping out the community, letting everybody know what's going on, and at least, you know, having some inspirational messages for the Bills, Steelers fan base, and children in general. So wholesome. You just mm -hmm. love to see it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. Now, this is really janky for me today. Like, I've got three things 
sitting in different spots. But back to Twitterverse, mm. the we've got some kind of bad news, at least the first bad news I, I'm going to share, and we're going to start talking about this stuff, Jordan, is yeah. James Connor's Twitter site. And one thing it says, he has, it's already written at the top. If you notice, if you've been following James Connor, when you go to his site, his banner, his background is always black and gold, always Steelers. Now it is blank. It is black, uh, unfortunately, with no gold. And it looks like the writing is on the wall and he is already said that it's written. So what do you think, Jordan? What do you think this message means? Uh, Well, I'm going to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. I this is my least favorite part or side of social media. Yeah. Whenever people tweet really cryptic nonsense just for a reaction, because you, especially with athletes, you know that they know people are going to see it. Yeah. And like JJ Watt was trolling hard. And I know we're going to talk about that in a minute, but like all of the back and forth with the giving information, but not really saying anything at all. Mm-hmm. This is what drives me crazy because it really feels like like we we don't need to know as fans, reporters, spectators, whatever, what's going on yet, because mm-hmm. nothing's really happening. Mm-hmm. And so for them to, like, give us little crumbs just to start this bizarro speculation and like. The the will he resign here? Won't he resign here? Kind of thing. Like it just drives me crazy. I have no idea what that means. That so all that to say, I don't know. I really wasn't expecting him to come back because he's probably going to be too expensive for the Steelers given their cap situation. Yeah, yeah. and he it's not like he's a bad running back. He has no. areas that he needs to improve in for sure, but he he's shown signs that he can be a really solid back. And I think he's going to want more than the Steelers are going to be able to give him. And he shouldn't be their priority, especially with the, the running backs that are going to be available to them in the draft. As much as I love James Connor, his Jersey's freaking hanging on my wall. Like I I love the guy and I would love his Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah. He's all three he high school, mm-hmm. college pro. I mean, he is the yep. ultimate, he, he is Pittsburgh and especially coming back from cancer is a huge star- mm-hmm. story and a big reason why his Jersey was such an epic sales. Uh, as soon as the Steelers mm-hmm. drafted him, I mean, his Jersey sold his, his rookie year. Like he was a first round draft pick. So yeah. that's how much he meant to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, and I understand that we don't have to know, but unfortunately, we're also in a situation where speculation is part of our job. Oh, yeah. And we and that's the thing we want to know. Yeah, it's it's the like putting it out there without putting anything out there that is what drives me crazy because it's really just trying to stir the pot. And yeah, I have very low tolerance for stirring the pot Mm -hmm. for the sake of stirring the pot. Um, But I. I really was hopeful last off season that there would be a circumstance that would come up that would allow us to sign him again. It just mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't seem likely. And there are way too many free agents or guys who are about to become free agents. I think for, for him to get priority. Yeah. His, 
I think James Conner's only path back to Pittsburgh is once he enters the free agent market, there's really no market for him. If mm-hmm. no one jumps on him, if nobody wants to give him an $8 million a year or $10 million a year contract, and yeah. he's sitting and sitting and sitting, we go past the draft. He's still there. Mm-hmm. there that's, that's, that's a possibility of him returning, but that also would have to go hand in hand if the Steelers don't draft a receive a running back high in yeah. the draft day one, day two. So we will have to see how this plays mm-hmm. out, but you know, it's my speculation. And I think it's, he's kind of insinuating that his days may be coming yeah. to an end here in Pittsburgh. Um, on to another tweet that I'd like to share is one from my favorite, uh, one of the, the, the favorites here of SteelerNation.com, Zach Banner. And Zach Banner said, locking it down on social media until my new tr- contract is signed. So he is doing exactly what Jordan said to do. Don't play the game on social media. So he's Thank not. You, Zach. Yes. <laughs> but at oh, least boy. when we talked with him last time on the show, Zach stated he was, he was acting like he's a Steeler. I mean, he, he yeah. of course accepted the, podcast really quickly when mm-hmm. I was speaking with his agent. And so it was great to have him back on the show. And he, he was always like, well, this is going to happen this year. We're excited for this. We're excited to be moving forward. He's talking as a Steeler. He's going to find a way to be on this team because he know he, he knows he's a starter on this team and yeah. we need him. <laughs> absolutely. And if absolutely need him. like he, there was no way that after getting injured in the first game of the season, like first quarter of the season, they, there was really no reason to think that he would go somewhere else because this was going to be his first year as a starter on our line. So it would be really, really risky and stupid for him to try to go out and see if he could make more money elsewhere because he, he still needs that full season of experience, I think, in order to, to be able to kind of have that clout with the uh, surrounding him yes and honestly i i know that he just appreciated that the steelers were finally believing in him and giving him that chance yes so that it there was no real reason or there weren't any signs that indicated that he was looking for greener pastures because he knows that he wants to stay here and see what he can do here and honestly this is a total sidebar but I think it's been said between us on here before, like, I don't know if our offensive line is as bleak as people are talking like it is because when he comes back, they slide Dotson in like they're only a center and maybe one other key piece away from having a major upgrade already on the line. So I'm, I'm glad that it seems like he's coming back. I love that guy. And I think that he, he's just such a great personality around the team and around the city. I I love following him. I love watching him and hopefully this upcoming season, he'll be able to stay healthy and really leave his mark on the field. I agree. And one thing I just wanted to add though, also was that Juju Smith-Schuster did reply to that tweet from Zach Banner and his reply was, wish I could get one dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so we, go we, again. we do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
because yeah, we we obviously we don't know where Juju's going to sign either. But mm-hmm. I think Juju is a more of a high priority free agent. There's yeah. definitely people understand his value across the league, whether they have another uh, number one receiver or another one A one B situation, how they want to do it. Juju will help out any receiver mm-hmm. core he becomes a part of, both with his blocking, his leadership, uh, his his hard work and just giving his body to make the tough catches across the middle of that yeah. big slot. That's just something that a lot of people aren't, aren't willing to do in this league. So mm-hmm. all, all the best to Juju. And he's one of the few people, I don't know about you, but I, I expect Juju to have a good career if he leaves Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the few people that have left Pittsburgh that still have a lot of time in front of him that I'm really rooting for. I want him to yeah. do well. Um, just because he's such a good person, great for the mm-hmm. community, um, great family. <laughs> you guys know the yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so, you know, that that's the stuff that excites me about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, too, James Conner, I want to see him blow up somewhere, too. Yeah, just that would be great. He's the city. But mm-hmm. wish he could do it here. Hopefully he can find a way back. But yeah, I'm not we'll holding my, my breath on either, either. stance <sighs> there. Um Moving forward, we're looking at the cap now, guys. We're about uh, it was. There's a report that came out that we are 15.5 under. My numbers are closer to 13.8 million under the cap. So you know, depending on which website you're using, right now I'm using a Spotrack, um, but you know, I think over the cap has them at 15.5. But Spotrack to me seems to be a little bit more up to date, and you can actually see how they do all their math at the bottom. So it makes more sense to me. Uh, but the biggest move they, they've got to get under 15.5 million find that money. And right now that money is kind of tied up in one person. And that's Ben Roethlisberger, who's mm-hmm. the elephant in the room. And uh, Bob Labriola of Labriola of Steelers.com reported that Art Rooney too discussed it with Ben and contract situation. And he said, we have to be clear that we would like him back but we needed to do something with the contract. We're going to that point. We're getting to that point right now where the time is right. We have a better idea of where the salary cap is going to be, which is an important component of the decision. Hopefully we'll work something out before that. But certainly if you want to say there's a hard deadline, March 17th is that hard deadline. And it's because March 17th is the start of the new year. And it's Mm -hmm. the start that you have to be cap compliant by I think either 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. Eastern time yeah um to to finish off so everybody's compliant so you know what is that mess is that a veiled message for you or is that just essentially just stating fact in your opinion Jordan I think it's just stating fact and I mm-hmm. think it's hammering home to Ben Roethlisberger like if you're if you really want to play here you're going to have to take a significant pay cut yeah. to do it and yeah. We saw with JJ Watt, he like he was talking like he his biggest priority and team that he signed with was Super Bowl contender, mm-hmm. but then he ended up going to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. And not saying, not saying that they're that far away or even like that the Steelers are closer to Super Bowl contention because that de- depending on the angle that you take with that argument, you could say that they're kind of in the same spot, but mm-hmm. he, he took the money over the, the 
potential ring because money tends to speak louder than anything else. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens because of course, Ben wants to come back and play, but does he want that more than the, the money that he would have, like, is he, is he really willing to take that big of a pay cut to come back? And I don't know. We'll see. I I really don't think that that was anything. I don't think that there were like hidden messages in there. I don't think the Roonies do that. I think they just kind of, they don't lay it all out on the table. They're honest without full disclosure. And they're just basically saying, this is our situation. Everybody, everybody knows the situation and we will have it figured out by this date, hopefully sooner, but this is where everybody stands and that's all you need to know. Yeah. And that's the big thing because it puts a little bit of pressure, not necessarily on Ben, but on Ben's agent. Mm-hmm. And it lets the agent know, Hey, if we don't have a deal signed on March 17th, we have to cut you to get cap, cap compliant because cutting Ben saves 19 million. And he's owed a roster bonus. He's got a $15 million mm-hmm. roster bonus on the first day of the year or the second day or the third day of the year. So they need to get that bonus off of the books before working out a deal. I mean, they could cap, they could cut him first day of free agency and then resign him. But then, you know, Ben can sign with whoever he wants. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not to say he wouldn't get it. He'd, he'd get a much bigger dollar amount from anybody else that wanted to throw money at him mm-hmm. uh, for a single year. But that's up to him whether he wants to start in a new location or whether he wants to come back and do that. So that this is worst case right. scenario that, that I just mm-hmm. talking about here, but something to consider. And to your point, too, about JJ, you were spot on about that, Jordan. Um also, like, it feels to me like going to the Arizona Cardinals, it's kind of like, hey, JJ, you're kind of staying on this. It, it's like you've never left the Houston Texans. It's mm-hmm. like you still have that mobile young quarterback that can make plays downfield with Kyler Murray, much like you mm-hmm. had with with Has or not Haskins with Hopkins and um, or not Hopkins. Who, the Watson. Watson. Yes. Hop- thank you. Hopkins, Hopkins is the, the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From the one team to the other. So, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cardinals have a lot of talent on the roster mm-hmm. and I think they can be a very good team. They're in a very tough division. Uh, yeah. They have to go up against San Francisco. They have to go up against Seattle um, and the Rams every year. So yeah. it's, it's really difficult to advance to the playoffs when you have three playoff caliber teams within your division whereas houston you had indy and indy is in a quarterback rotation every year so you have a chance of knocking them off it's not like they were the big ones jacksonville's trying to figure out how to play football or whether they're going to stay in this country and uh, (laughs) and um, they have a lot going on (laughs) yeah whoever the third one is in that division who am i missing yeah houston tampa bay indianapolis in the south Oh gosh. Oh, Tennessee, Tennessee, which is a great team. They're, yeah. sorry, they're, they're a fantastic team. Yeah. So in, in that division, you'd be shooting for wild card at best. And in, in my opinion, just the way that Vrabel's put that team together, how could I forget Tennessee? They're an excellent team. So yeah, l- once again, I'm with you on that for, you know, the, the Rooney's know what they're doing. They're getting out yep. the information the right way, being honest about it to let the Steeler fans know, Hey, you know, the most that the Steelers can save off of Ben Roethlisberger's 
money this year, this year is 19 million. And that's from Cunningham. That 42 can only get cut down 19 million. That's it. So yeah. So if you're trying to get cap compliant, maybe they do a $19 million signing bonus to give them all that money up front and then spread it out over a four-year contract where they're just going to say he's going to make 25 million a year for the next four years, but salary and they're all salaried and salary is null and void. If you cut a player, it's gone. Yeah. If they retire, it's gone. So the only thing mm-hmm. that they'd have to play, pay is that, you know, just shy of $5 million per year for the next three years uh, on, off the salary cap is dead cap space. And that is manageable. That's very manageable, much more manageable than the 23 Absolutely. million that we're talking about this season. Yeah. And at least spreading it out where, whereas the Steelers have a lot of cap space moving forward mm-hmm. with the lack of a franchise quarterback. So that's the way that works. And at least, you know, my only dream, I, I don't know if you have a dream in free agency, Jordan, is there a dream player that you'd ever want to pick up in free agency this year? Mm. If anybody, anybody across the league. Free agency. I feel like. Or a trade. I feel like the the biggest name obviously would be Dak Prescott. Ooh, that's a good uh, name. That's a good I name. I feel like yeah. he's he's hungry for a a team. I mean not, you know, this is a dream. This is a pipe dream. Yeah. Um but he's he's proven himself to be a franchise quarterback mm-hmm. and he wants a team who's going to put the right kind of guys around him to win. And he also wants to get paid. So that's why it's a dream. Cause again, we couldn't pay him. Yeah. However, I also wouldn't be super upset about Aaron Jones nice. because you know, the Steelers need a significant upgrade in the run game. And yeah. that seems a little bit more plausible still with the cap situation. It's, you know, out there. But he's just a beast, and um, it's it's tricky whenever you start talking about bell cow type running backs like that who are only getting older yeah. and have played in in the league for a handful of years already. So that you know that takes its toll on a player as well. But mm. I think that looking at all the other names in free agency, it's a lot of defensive players, and I think that it's it would behoove the Steelers more to put their money into Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton and maybe even finding a way to keep Bud Dupree, which is another dream, but like, but that like keeping and Alex Highsmith will be fine. I'm not worried about it, Mm. but like keeping the guys on their defense, like they don't need to fill holes on the defense. They just need to find a way to keep it intact the way that it is. And so that's, that's what I would say. Either dream dream pipe dream Dak Prescott still a pipe dream but a little bit more realistic Aaron Jones hey everyone before we get started I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start Hustle is the perfect place for you as part of the program You'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course 
full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stichter, and... Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all this for only $15 a month, same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or just have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more but that's bwhustle.com slash join. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. So my pipe dream is Russell Wilson oh. from Seattle. And the reason mm. why, mm. I actually crunched the numbers. And since if the Steelers did a trade for russell wilson they wouldn't have to pay his signing bonus all that stuff was done hmm. years ago that's all stays on as dead cap for seattle but obviously he's really unhappy with being there seems yeah. like seattle's starting to sour on him and they're taking trade offers so this year russell wilson would only cost 19 million on your cap next year he'd only cost 24 million year th- three he'd cost 27 million so very, mm. very, very affordable for a franchise quarterback. That's and he's third- good. Yeah. He's, his interception to touchdown ratio is off the charts. Mm-hmm. And he is one of the most accurate passers in the NFL. He's 70% passer. So for me, bang for the buck, three-year contract, I try to make that work. The only problem is Ben already ca- counts 19 against the cap and we're mm-hmm. 15 over. So we'd have yeah. to find a way to squeeze blood from a stone to get under and to be able to sign find yeah. find the other five million wiggle room to sign the draft pick so yeah it gets it gets difficult i mean maybe you do you sign him and then you do an extension with him so you can spread maybe. out some of the yeah. payroll it's possible because Steelers love doing that just try to stay under the cap and it's the only reason why they they're sure not do. is because it shrinks now for free agency i wanted to show one other cool thing to you here jordan and for all of you watching us on our sources on youtube our youtube channel our facebook and our periscope as well on twitter um there is a tweet that was put out by jason from over the cap uh, one of my favorite websites also too for following over the cap for uh following salary caps and contracts and and working all those things out but one of the things he put together a chart here looking at the impact of free agent spending on team performance from 2017 to 2020 
And interestingly, he did it to kind of throw shade at the Jets because on the vertical column is your record. How, how high mm-hmm. up you are on the sheet is how good your team is, how many wins you have in those four years. How far you go to the right is how much money you spend in free agency. The Jets are all the way to the right, and so are the Bills, but Bills at least are a winning team, and now they're making the playoffs. Jets are a dumpster fire. Detroit, they, they, so you got your common people down here. Jacksonville, Detroit, Cleveland, mm-hmm. though. Cleveland's just starting to show, show some, uh, some, some, some earnings coming through now, and the Raiders are always down there too. Uh, but the Steelers being far, far to the left, they have spent way less than the rest of the league in free agency. And with their situation this year, they're going to spend even less money. So this is going to be a really yeah. odd year for free agency for the Steelers. Um, getting Ben under the cap as much as possible just to be able to try to get plug some holes before the yeah. draft like they like to do. Uh, Cause you've got a lot of holes to plug. You're looking at tackle, you're looking inside linebacker, you're looking at, at outside linebacker, you're looking at center. You've got a tight end that just left the team. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got a lot of holes that need filled on this team. Yeah. So, sure yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see the way that Steelers figure out how mm-hmm. to plug these holes make a competitive team moving forward before you hit Oof. the draft. Otherwise we're going to be plugging holes in the draft. This might be a year that we plug holes in the draft. It's possible. And it's not like it's outside the realm of possibility that they could really address some of their biggest needs through yes. the draft. Like, yes. uh, I don't know. I could see that working out very well in their favor. This being a draft that's so thick for linemen. This is supposed to be one of the best mm-hmm. linemen draft in a decade. It's perfect for the Steelers because we need linemen and we need a yes, lot of them. So mm-hmm. tackle center, getting those quickly as well as a good running back. If the right running back falls to the Steelers and they, and they make that, that pick up. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yep. You know, otherwise, you know, I, I understand what they have to do mm-hmm. <laughs> to get cap compliant and all the, the other maneuvering that they need to do to yeah. make sure that they can. And they're the brains. That's why we let them, they, them deal with it. That's true. That is definitely yep. true. They'll figure so, it out. So now we're finally at the point of the show where we enter questions from Steeler Nation. So I, I like that we're having, a, we're having a lot of feedback today on YouTube. And actually, it's probably because I just pulled it off of the whole restream. Nope, it's, I'm surprised that Facebook is so quiet today. Yeah, Facebook is quiet today. But we've got Arizona won't make it a Super Bowl. Uh, Trey Burton could be a cheap pickup to replace Vance. Thank you very much, Yins Nation Sport there on YouTube for telling us Ebron deserves sure. a chance. Joey, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Ebron's going to mm-hmm. be on the team unless he has to be cut as a cap casualty to free up 6 million. But I think Steelers need his skill set at least yeah. coming out of there. Um, but now we're at the point to Jordan where we're starting to field questions from Steeler Nation. Steeler Forum, log on over there, guys. And you can ask questions to Jordan and myself and we love answering them. So first one's from Drink Iron City. Um, what is the absolute league minimum Ben Roethlisberger could sign for? And that is for league minimum. That would be 
about 1.1 or 1.2 million, I think, with his veteran status currently. Because mm. um, right now his base pay is 4 million. I know his bonus is 15. So, you know, legally under the rules, it's 1.2, I believe, for Dang. a league minimum okay. for a 10 year vet. I think it's eight years is what they utilize for the maximum vet contract. But I'd have to look at those numbers specifically for this year, but it should be right around 1.2 million. Um, do you see the salary cap rising this year with the new TV deal? Uh, right now, he says to 185, uh, maybe to 193-ish. What do you see, Jordan, with the TV deal? I don't know because those numbers, all of that just goes right over my head because yeah. I know that the league is making money off of that, but the league has to make money off of that. And that's yeah. going to be their priority, not dishing it out to the team so they can increase the cap. So I don't know. Ideally with the Steelers situation. Yes, of course you would love to see the cap jump up that much. And I'm hopeful that it will, mm. especially with Disney getting, uh, they got Sunday ticket, right? I believe so. I'm, okay. I'm not hundred percent. That's huge. I, I know that That's they were working huge. on it. They wanted it. Yes. Yeah. So I at least note for the TV aspect that they did sign for was they re-upped for Monday night football. They are going to be in the rotation for the uh, Super Bowl. And I believe they have, they obviously have um, um, highlights rights so that ESPN can show highlights and things like that for the NFL. So it's, that's all okay. baked into part of their packages. Yeah, so I, but I, 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 I didn't see if the direct TV deal was uh, was struck or the streaming deal. I should or not. It's not the streaming yeah. deal or direct TV. It's the deal that direct TV has for exclusive rights to streaming every single game individually as Oof. part of their package. That's what that that deal is. And I am yeah. not sure if that one has been awarded yet, because from the numbers that they gave specifically just for their TV package, did not look like that that the DirecTV being the exclusive for every single team was part of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yes. I know that I know that they're interested in it. I know that's part mm -hmm. that they're talking about getting it for ESPN plus, and it would be a big, big coup. And I just love for it to come off of DirecTV. I think it's time for DirecTV to die. And it's, yeah, it needs to go into the ground. Yes. Nobody wants your package and NFL mm -hmm. isn't is, pretty much the only reason why DirecTV even exists right now yeah. so <laughs> you better be throwing lot. lots at them for this yeah. um so yeah but for me i think the cap will come up a little bit i think well 180 we know is the floor um i think 185 is probably going to be as high as we reach i don't see it getting to 190 yeah, I'd love that for seems it to like get, a stretch yeah i would love for it to go over 190 but i just don't see it happening this year uh, especially since they did take a loss, a couple billion dollar loss from not having fans in the stand last mm -hmm. year. So there's a lot of money make to make up from this past season. It's we still don't know if they're going to be able to do 100 percent capacity yeah. this season or how it's going to work out yet. But hopefully we start getting a herd mentality here around summertime so we can start enjoying yeah. some Steeler games. We're trending in that direction. States are starting to open things up again, very, very <laughs> minimally, but. I, I think it's not, we'll see. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it, but yeah, hopefully. And this is a question directed directly to you, Jordan from drink iron city. Um, DIC has a small hobby farm, which tracker, which tractor would you be more inclined to purchase? A, a would be a fully loaded bells and whistles, Kubota 35 horsepower with a front end loader 
or a Nortrack 35 horsepower, plain but simple enough to actually work on yourself with a front end loader. Uh, that sounded like a totally different language to me. <laughs> it's basically, do you want to take the Kubota with the front end loader with all of the, the full package or the Nortrack with the front end loader? And they're both the same horsepower. But they're both at 35. I, I, I tend to lean towards things that I can figure out, maintain and fix myself. Uh-huh. So I, uh, I'd rather go with the the more simple option yeah, the North than Track. the than the fancy one because chances are it's just going to malfunction and really frustrate me and if I'm out on a hobby farm I probably don't really want to you know yeah have to deal with people coming out and fixing fixing my stuff no no doubt about it though DIC the Nortrack would be the much cheaper price point and if you have a that hobby too. farm as opposed to a full usage farm that's probably the way to go. But the one thing is that I know from experience from the farmers in our family that utilize the Kubotas, you buy a Kubota, you never have to worry about it. It is solid state, essentially, just never, never, it's as reliable as anything else. So, you know, it, that's what you have to weigh. Yeah. Uh, but if you can work on it, it's no big deal. Work on it. There you go. Save yourself the bucks because <laughs> Kubotas are expensive. And, Drink Iron City also likes to finish up with thank the two of you for doing these. I listen to them while making, eating supper. Cheers. So cheers to you. Cheers. Enjoy supper. Raise a glass to Drink Iron City and all Steeler Nation. Thank you very much, DIC. I'll see you over there at the SteelerNation.com forum. Uh, Slash Steel has some some words for us as well. Jordan, you and Stryker seem to be cerveza files. Could you drink Stryker under the table? (laughs) Absolutely not. <laughs> well, that, uh, that, I think that's probably with my drinking problem is the reason why a <laughs> lot of people can't drink me under the table, though I am on week three of no drinking. So this is a Good for you. This is a extended record since COVID started. I was a three, four drink a day guy and I yeah, got up over same. 200 pounds and just recently got back into the one eighties. So <laughs> Good for you. It's, I'm, it takes a toll. For I'm sure. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. And, and I'm trending in the right direction. I'm not making as many mental mistakes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it, it does that too. Yeah. <laughs> I just have such a low tolerance, surprisingly, like for as, and so I, I have given up uh, beer throughout the week and that's really all I drink. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really care to drink anything else just because I enjoy beer so much. Yes. Um, and I, I had my first beer on a friday or saturday i think and it, it was like a seven percenter Ooh. immediately went to my head yeah like, oh my gosh <laughs> i took one week off it wasn't even a week it was like four or five days and i'm already <laughs> like i need to sit down yeah um yeah my it's just my tolerance isn't great which is unfortunate for me because i really love the double triple oh. new england hazies that yep. tend to <laughs> Go milkshake. up north of nine. Yeah, yes. the milkshake IPAs. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, but, and yeah. A, this time of year, too, I'm a sucker for the desserts, the dessert stouts, oh, barrel aged stouts, you know, the stuff that's like 25 bucks a bottle because I'm just mm. like that. Though I'm saving money now. This is, this is nice. Yeah. It helps all around. <laughs> it Seriously. Does. It definitely does. And um, 
let's see. I'm not going to talk about the draft yet. This is still free agency month. March is free agency month for me, Steeler Nation. I'm going to take more of the draft questions once we hit April. I'll be rolling and hitting in. I'm just starting to do a little light draft work now. Um, Jordan, here's a question for you. Um, you are the GM and can only bring in one starter from free agency. What player are you targeting for the Steelers and why? I think that's kind of what we talked about a little bit, but I guess let's twist this a little bit and say you have one starter that you can bring back from the Steelers in free agency to keep. Right now, I'm just going to say we can't afford Juju. We can't afford Bud Dupree. They're, you know, we'd love to have them. So now we're talking about our lower affordables. Yeah. The the affordables to bring back. Who is your priority? I mean, we got the cornerbacks. We got. Yeah. I feel like it would have to be either Sutton or Hilton. Yeah. And they, they, they both have such distinctive and different skill sets that it's really freaking hard to make a choice between the two for me. I've seen, I've seen people on Twitter be able to differentiate enough and say, this is the guy I'd bring back. Some people yes. really want Hilton. Some people really want Sutton. Yeah. I'm not at, I'm not at that place. I yeah. can't, I really want them to try to bring them both back. Uh, but for me, it would have to be one of those two because the nice. Steelers secondary, their front seven is lockdown. It, it's yeah. so solid. Even if we lose Bud Dupree, I think Still Alex Highsmith Smith can yeah. really step in there. Yeah. But Oh, dang. And our secondary was really where we struggled for the most part. We saw them kind of break down. It Mm. was it felt like they weren't all out of step in the same game, but it felt like there there would be one week where Joe Hayden was really off. And then there would be another week where Steven Nelson was was really off. And Minka was I it it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. He sees very few targets because he's. Mm so freaking good but he that therefore means that he's quiet so then you have to rely on the other guys to start making bigger plays because they're not throwing in his direction so you have to like you can't be missing moments and I think that having both Sutton and Hilton to to kind of tighten up that secondary is going to be critical for them because everything else they can kind of address like we said with the draft like offensive line running back potentially and I think their wide receiver room is set so the only other thing that they really need to be thinking about is quarterbacks because they have zero quarterbacks under contract past this season so I but I think I'm I'm getting off topic I think Sutton and Hilton those I'm, if I'm the GM, I'm doing whatever I can to get those two back. I can't disagree with you at all there. And one thing that Steeler fans need to recognize too, with kind of like the, the, something that gets lost on the stat sheets, there were two pass breakups this season by Minka Fitzpatrick that were game winners that mm-hmm. were at, at mm-hmm. as the time expired in the end zone to win the game for the other team, Mika Fitzpatrick knocked down two passes that would have won the game. So, you know, he, he, he definitely is doing his work and I'm with you there too. I mean, I, I'm personally team Hilton. I know other people are team Sutton. I mean, mm-hmm. you got your, your, uh, what is it? The, uh, <laughs> the one from twilight it's team Edward or team Jake. Oh, and yeah, that <laughs> went right over my head. Cause I did not. 
I didn't read those books. Yeah, my, my wife read those books. We watched the movies. I was always team Jacob. I never knew that he didn't have okay. a chance, but I, I I just don't didn't like the actor that played Edward at the time. Now I think he's a phenomenal actor. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's, he's a, he is a phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal actor. Yep. Now um, that he's in things that are actually yes. good. Not, not um, teeny. Yeah. But he, I mean he's, he was still as good as he could be for that type. Probably. Of thing. Who knows? <laughs> oh. Oh, somebody, uh, Joey is asking what we want to think of uh, of Tom Brady disrespecting the Lombardi. I'm not super up what? on that, if he has, yeah, or what's going on with they, that. There was, like, a whole thing in Tampa. They were on boats, and he, like, tossed the Lombardi over across a boat to Gronk. Okay. I, I'm not going to get too into it, but, like, who the F cares? Like, do you see what guys do with the Stanley Cup? when cameras are on them (laughs) god almighty i can't even imagine what they're doing in the privacy of their homes like that thing i read phil bork's book last year and he was talking about how it was at the bottom of swimming pools he like unscrewed the top and wrote his name inside it like they're they're freaking trophies yeah like who cares it's not it's uh yeah It, it just seems like people are reaching to I mean, there's there's so many other reasons not to like Tom Brady, mostly because he's a cheater in life. Um, And, you know, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, this guy's amazing at 48 years old. I'm like, there's no way any 48 year old man will be (laughs) this good in the NFL without three letters. And that is H, G and H. So that's my spin on that, because the guy has cheated before with footballs. He's cheated before with signals. This, yeah. this this guy knows how tainted. to yeah i mean it's tainted i'll never call him the best i don't like the guy but i'm not mm-hmm. going to get it i'm not going to get upset over him throwing a lombardi from one person to another yeah. across the boat because we hear stories of like the stanley cup trophy which is the only trophy i mean that lombardi trophy one. they get to keep it that's their uh-huh. team trophy. they printed it for the team so it's not like but the, the, the Stanley Cup trophy is the only trophy and yep. you get your day with the cup. Mm-hmm. There's stories of it going over the balcony of the third story into a swimming pool. I mean, everybody drinks from the cup when you've got it's parties. Wild. It's yeah, yeah it's it, the, 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 the Stanley Cup trophy is honestly like no other trophy is like the Stanley Cup trophy. And how- honestly, that's probably where COVID originated. <laughs> like, don't want to even think about the what's crawling on that thing so so that would have been the uh let them have fun god just let they just want a freaking championship i just so the 2000 uh, the the 2017 2018 champ was that the capitals yes it was and they i don't think ovi let it go for the first month that that (laughs) it was in washington like he carried that thing around like it was his firstborn child (sighs) Which I understand because he, it just eluded him for so long as a sidebar. My mind is just so on hockey because I'm amped to go to this game. Yes. Yeah. Then we'll be talking about that very quickly, but (gasps) the one, the one thing that really killed me about the Capitals winning the cup, other other than they're close and they're rivals of the Penguins Mm -hmm. is I was no longer able to say my favorite joke to my Capitals friends. And my favorite joke was always, Hey, did you, Go, you ever go to a bar and order, order an Ovechkin and they're going like what what's an Ovechkin it's like oh it's a it's a white Russian without a cup oh so good, so good. <laughs> and I, I just say it to all my diehard friends oh. they just be like oh, 
there was so much material there and they F really just had to rip it away from they us did. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was it was fun for them yeah. like i i respect <laughs> them as rivals it's not like philly i hope the flyers never win another stanley cup but it was fun to watch obi get his moment because he's a generational talent yeah yes bm i do have capitals friends i live here in the baltimore washington dc <laughs> area i've ravens friends i worked for the ravens Ugh. i know people at the organization so it's you know you, you got to pick and choose <laughs> yeah. how you live your life but uh, they all know i'm a Steeler dive hard i never never wavered now the the here's a quick story for you too bm and jordan <laughs> is back when i worked for the ravens when the steelers would come and play i'd take the day off is the only mm. day I would not work for the Ravens because I'd show up in my black and gold gear and I'd go up and they couldn't stand it when I did it. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you know, you're talking about 20 some years of uh, of ingraining uh, branding with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's yep. not going away just because uh, pur- the Purple Crows came here to Baltimore. <laughs> I, I was just happy that I got to see a home Steeler game in my own hometown because that's, a, yeah, that's where nice. I went to school here at UMBC. I'm sporting nice. my UMBC hockey shirt uh, and because we're getting to it is March Madness time and I am psyched yeah. because my team is the only team as a 16 seed to ever defeat a one seed kicking the crap out of Virginia a couple of years back. And the, the UMBC retrievers are also up for winning the America East again this year. So they're the, they're the one they seed go. of the America East for the tournament. They've got two games to play, one being Saturday here, right here in Baltimore area. So uh, I'm going to be Fun cheering stuff. on the uh, the Chesapeake Bay retrievers and cheering on a uh, true grit, who's the name of our mascot to help us bring home another our third, which would be our third appearance in the uh, NCAAs. We, we never make the tournament. I, we, we, I've been to all three of them. Well, all two of them. I'm sorry. We've only been to two. But if they make this one, I will try to figure out a way to, to make it to this one as well. Good for you. It's better than so. Pitt has been in the last five to ten years. So enjoy <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. And that's that's insane, too, because Pitt's such a, a good conference, a good basketball program. You expect them they to They used do. to be great. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We'll let Capel deal with it for a little <laughs> bit longer and see what happens. Yeah. And we agree with you, Joey. We don't like Brady either. So I think we're all in agreement. 90% of Steeler, Steeler Nation, I'd say, would agree with you as well. Yeah. So that's everything. I mean, I've got to get going here quickly today because Jordan is on her way for a very special Pittsburgh sporting event today. Jordan, tell our Steeler Nation oh what God. you are up to today. I'm going to the first Penguins game open to fans since <gasps> March 8th of last year. Wow. I am just beside myself. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I like I I was doing my own podcast uh helmet hair yesterday and I had a writer for the athletic on and he mentioned it at the beginning. He was like, Yeah, did you hear the thing about Tom Wolf saying capacity? And I was immediately on my phone Googling it, like what's going oh, on. Yeah. And then in in the middle of the podcast. I got my automated text from the penguins uh-huh. about how they were going to be opening it up to 15% capacity. So this, the last 24 hours have been a whirlwind because mm. I was like, I, ha- yeah. I have to go. Like yes. I've been, I've been budgeting for this since, awesome. <laughs> since I, the season started basically. Cause I was like, as soon as they open it up to fans, I need to be there. This is like my, this is my life. Yes. Basically is this team. Yes. And uh, so it ended up working out that like the general public was going to be able to access single game tickets starting at 10 today. 
and it was looking very iffy on whether or not I could just get one ticket for myself. So I was like scrambling. I was texting everybody like, you want to go to the game tonight? I even texted my pilot brother in Florida and I was like, hey, use your benefits and fly up. Come to the game. And he's he's coming up this weekend. We're all as a family going to go to oh, that's the awesome. game against the Rangers. But a uh, season ticket holder on Twitter tweeted out about like, if anybody's looking for tickets, hit me up. And I was mm. able to buy through just one ticket through him awesome. before the the general public sales started. And I actually got it for less than I was planning on spending. It was still a good amount, but I was like, this is it. This is it. Nice. nice. Another question. Penguins related for you, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yin's Nation Sport here asking, Double M has been getting on Gino. You think he can turn it around? Yes. Um, so touching a little bit more on the podcast episode I did yesterday, it'll actually be out tomorrow, but the, the writer, Josh Yohe was saying that Mm. Malkin can be critical of his game, but whenever he makes predictions about his game or says he makes definitive statements that's when you want to pay attention because three weeks ago he was saying, I need to play better. My game isn't where I wanted it to be. But after the game on Sunday, which was a a shit show, he was saying, I can feel it. It's almost there. I'm, I'm like, I'm about to find my game. And it's, it's shades of him when Crosby went out last season where he said he had to be fire. And then he, turned it up to another level completely mm. and incidentally Sid is out tonight because wow. he was placed on the the COVID protocol list so okay. they they're so vague in the NHL with stuff like that so nobody knows if he was just like a close contact yeah. or if he is actually positive but historically Gino plays his best hockey when Sid goes down or yeah. out that is true. So, as his best year was when Sid was out for the year and he went uh-huh. surgery for his neck. And that was a big, big deal. And he was amazing yep. that season as well. Yep. So I think he's going to, I think he's going to turn it around and nice. it's, he's going to, I don't necessarily think he's going to be Gino of five years ago, but yeah. I think he's going to start to play as well as he can for his age mm. now. And we saw an in, an improvement in his game over the course of the last couple of weeks. It wasn't anything mind blowing, but mm. he, he was slowly taking steps to positive productivity on, on the, the ice, as opposed to really stupid turnovers and errors and just looking slow overall. Well, I'm hoping that not only will the penguins win tonight, but the Penguins will find a way to win without giving the other team a point by winning in regular overtime because it seems to be the only way they know how to win now, but at least they're winning. (laughs) Yeah. That's the one, that's the one benefit. Yeah. And coming back from those deficits in the third too. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're, they're an exciting team to watch this year. They are with the exception of the game on Sunday. They have been all all of their games have been stressful and Mm -hmm. thrilling. So that there's that. And I don't necessarily think they're going to, you know, play for a cup this year, but as long as they give us exciting hockey to watch, that's really all I care about Yeah, when it comes down to it. So yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I'll be watching tonight and you said 15% capacity or 50% capacity, for 15, tonight. 15. So okay. it's, it's 
pretty low, but yeah, 2,800 people, that'll make a difference. It will. It will. Mm-hmm. Oh, it could actually be the Flyers year. I hope not. <laughs> no, it's not their year. No. Well, that's all the time we have. We made it to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen, here for Steeler Nation. Thanks again for sticking with us, asking questions. We we love the automatic feedback as we're going. And as you see, like I read off mm-hmm. the, the board as much as I can because I think it's fun. I like to talk with Steeler Nation as we're doing this show. And everybody, if you want to follow, you got to follow Jordan here on social media at Fidge Newton, both for Twitter and Instagram. That's at F I D G E N E W T O N. She is also the host of the Yin's Herds podcast, the sister station of the SteelerNation.com podcast. Follow them on Instagram at Yin's Herds Official, Y I N Z H E R S O F F I C I I L. Twitter and Facebook at Yin's Herds. So looking forward to, do you have another one, uh, a date set yet? Are you still working on finalizing the dates? For Yinzers, we're doing Thursday okay. at 9 p.m. We're going to be sitting down virtually with Charlotte Hayward, Cam Hayward's mom. Awesome. Cannot wait. It's going to awesome. be awesome. And yep. that'll, and Steeler Nation, that'll be across the board here too. We're going to have mm-hmm. that on Facebook, Steeler Nation, Facebook, Steeler Nation com for Facebook. Going to have it on our YouTube channel, which is Steeler Nation. And we're yep. going to have it on, I, I don't know if it's going to be on the, the uh, Yin's Hers uh, Twitter, or if it's going to be on the, the mothership for uh, Steeler Nation uh, yeah. at Steeler Nation, but it will be on one or the other for our Twitter users. This is probably one of the most fun interviews to watch these, these girls. They knocked it out of the park with Juju Smith-Schuster's mother, got to talk to Juju and Bougie Mm -hmm. as well in the first episode, second episode. Yeah, getting Brooke Pryor excited about everything to talk about. I mean, she was such a Mm -hmm. joy to to listen to. She's Um, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, could be covering the beat for the Steelers there for ESPN. She is an amazing woman. And so we look forward to to talking with uh, uh, Miss Hayward then coming up here on Thursday night at nine o'clock. Yes, sir. Steeler fans, put it on your watch. Put on your alarms. We'll talk to you soon. YouTube, same as our podcast for the inserts as well. It's youtube.com slash Steeler Nation. Steeler Nation, ladies and gentlemen, we've got gear on our page for SteelerNation.com. Get geared up. I'm going to share just so you guys can see our awesome designs here. We have all these Yinsers designs for hoodies, for t-shirts, Come on down. We got the Steeler Nation podcast. We got the Nation. Steeler Nation established 1933. You got the six pack of Lombardis. You got the defense showing fans how to rep since 1933. The terrible towel. And of course, my favorite over here, the champions jersey and the oh mama jersey for so our good. renegade startup and we got some koozies for six bucks if you just want to throw in a little extra thing there go to the steelernation.com gear page show your support show your support of steeler nation and show your steeler nation pride at all of your virtual non-virtual pittsburgh events read our great articles at steelernation.com tweet us at steeler nation instagram us at steelernation.com Follow the Steel Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SN Striker. Striker spelled with a Y. And thank you once again, Steel Nation, for joining us again on the SteelerNation.com podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker. 
with Jordan DeFigio the, of the Ladies Yinzers podcast. Rooting along with you, as always. Go, Go Steelers! Steelers! From self-help books to meditation, we work hard to find peace of mind. Xfinity Home helps you rest easy with a total home security solution. Installed by experts and powered by secure and reliable Xfinity Wi-Fi, you'll get 24-7 professional monitoring with fast response times and real-time alerts, like when doors and windows are opened. Rest easier with Xfinity Home. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash home security. Restrictions apply. Residential customers only. Requires compatible high-speed internet. Professional installation required.